with your host, Sabino Curcio, Rocco LaGuardia, and Michaela Curcio. What's up, everybody? This is the Growing Up Italian Podcast, and today we have a special, special guest, Carlos Vega. How you doing, Carlos? Everything is good, Sabino. How are you? Thanks for having me. No, thanks for coming. This is a long time brewing. It's like three months that we were supposed to do this, so I'm excited. Yeah, we, did we did it, man. That's the so, most important thing. For those of you who don't know, if you look behind Carlos on his shirt, he is the founder of the original Jersey Italian Gravy. Right now, I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump right into it because I know what a lot of viewers are gonna be thinking. Why gravy? How how did how did it how did this all happen? Like, you know, I I know I've heard the story because I met you. So you know, this is as grassroots as it comes. You know. Hey, you know, uh, you know, I, I I get the whole debate you know, sauce versus Jersey and all that. I, I get all that. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Jersey boy, northern New Jersey near Hoboken. Okay. Uh, we grew up in a very, you know, old school neighborhood. You know, I, I worked in a pizzeria as a kid, you know, 900 square feet, little pizzeria. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, it, me growing up was always gravy. I always heard sauce, so it's not like I didn't know what it was. We knew what sauce was, but it was always gravy to us. And, you know, one of the reasons why, you know, it stuck with gravy was all my friends and myself. I mean, we made our, 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 our sauce with, with the meat. I mean, we'd, we'd cook the meat first, uh, and then all the extracts of the meat would go into the gravy, and it was, you know, we, we got it. You know, it was like turkey gravy. So, you know, we, we, it, it always flowed as gravy. Um, you know, when we launched Jersey Gravy, you know, the original recipe to our product was made the same way, you know, with the meat. I mean, we eventually took it out, you know, for the concerns of people with meat and, and all that stuff. But the process was always the same. And it was always, again, the core of the gravy was the meat, the right kind of meat, the right fat content of the meat. You know, you fry it, you let it simmer for three hours, you know, with the, with the, with the, with the, with the tomatoes. And, and that's how the whole gravy thing. But, you know, like I said, I totally respect the sauce people. This is all love between the gravy and the, and the No, sauce. it's funny. It's because uh, the first time we spoke, you know, on the phone, you were like, let me tell you something. Because I, I was very skeptical. I was like, come on, gravy? Like, what are we doing here? And you told me on the phone. And then in person, too, you're like, listen, judge it after you taste it. Absolutely. And I'm not going to lie. When I tried it, it was, I, I never eat. Uh, sauce or gravy from a jar in my life. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm a little spoiled like that. But your sauce reminded me like of a, like when you go to a wedding and you have like, you know, a penne with a tomato sauce. It was like a good sweet, a little sweet sauce. And even, you know, when we, when we did that video with my cousin and my sister, you know, like, yo, this is really good. Like you, you were online. So, you know, I, I vouch for it. I'm not just saying that. It was it was good for and look coming from an Italian guy, hardcore Italian like yourself and all your fans, you know, uh look, we have a lot of old school nonas that have, you know, put their seal of approval uh on this thing, you know. And uh and you know, we it, they've tried it, we have 
tons and tons of, of, of uh, comments from people saying, hey, you know, we've, we've, you know, been doing this thing our whole life and that's it, we're not doing it anymore. And that was the premise of Jersey Italian Gravy, to, to come out with a real old school traditional uh, product. And look, the marinara is has garlic and basil. You know, we make a marinara product. So we do have a marinara sauce product, but that's what garlic and basil. But the classic Jersey gravy is five ingredients. There's no garlic, there's no basil. It's just it's just good tomatoes and five simple ingredients. So, yep. you know. Uh, let, let's, let's take a step back one second. Like, how did this all start? You said you were in a pizzeria. So were you just like, one day I don't want to do this anymore. You started selling so, or how, how did that happen? So, uh, as a kid growing up in, in again in Hudson County, New Jersey, near Hoboken, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in high school, I took on a job as a as a delivery guy in a pizzeria. Everybody wanted to be in this pizzeria. Uh, all my friends were there, so I took a job on you know to make a couple of extra bucks or whatever it was. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I started wanting to know more about the food industry at very young, you know, in, in my career. From the beginning. Uh, from the beginning. And, and you know, and, and uh, little by little, you know, this old hard school Italian guy from Avellino was very strict. Nobody was allowed behind the counter except him and his family. Very hard. But slowly he started knowing that I, I really had a passion for the food. I wanted to learn. I wanted to, to, to really get involved. And slowly he let me in behind the counter. Slowly he let me into prep. Slowly he let me in to start making some dishes. Slowly he made, and then at the end he made me a pizzaiolo. So, you know, it's, 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 I started, you know. How long did that whole process take to like gain his trust? Four years. Four years Four years of breaking your behind. He didn't trust anybody, and uh, and I don't I don't blame him. I mean, he had a very successful business. He started it from the ground up, you know. He, he and, and I came in, and then as a young kid, he had his reservations, you know. I'm this kid's in high school, you know. What's he gonna do? But you know, a, a turning point was he had a family emergency. He had to go back to Italy, and they had nobody else to to do anything in the place to to work in the place. So you know, he's like, you know, Carluch, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you. Don't let me down. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to leave you here with my wife. I got to go to Italy. But when I come back, you know, we're going to have a conversation. And he came back a month later. He left me there with his wife. Oh, a month? A month, man. It was, luckily, it was during the summertime. So I was able to, you know, not school, whatever. But I was there a month. And you know how a pizzeria time open, is. And you're there the at close. 9. What was that? Open the close, huh? Open the close, man. 9 a.m. prep. And by the time I got out of there, it was 10 o'clock at night straight all day and as a, and and you know and 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 I really learned a lot. So, you know, then I left, went to college, went to work corporate America, blah blah blah. Uh you know, 20 years later, I stop in to grab a slice and say hello and, then, and next thing you know, I walk out buying the place. So, it was uh, <laughs> it was a really funny turn of events. Uh, so, you know, I buy the place, uh, I get in there, you know, I tweaked the recipe a little bit to their products. I used a better tomato, I cut the salt back, you know, I, I did, I took the meat out of the product, you know, I did a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of good, good tweaks. And, you know, months later, we're starting to get calls. And, and, and the calls are like this. I'd like a lasagna, extra gravy. I'd like a penne, I'd like a whatever it was, a big ziti extra gravy 
can you give me a pint on the side? And it was like, man, I said, when I first got this place, I was making 40 quarts of gravy a week. Mm -hmm. By the time we were all said and done two, three years later, we were making 80 quarts a day. People were just buying their crazy. So my wife had the idea. She's like, you know, why don't we do this? Why don't we start jarring the stuff, putting it on the counter of the pizzeria with our name on it and see if people want to buy it. At least, you know, we'll get to, because we were just giving it away, extra sauce on the side. And Sabino, I got to tell you, it got to a point where we were selling more gravy off that counter than a lot of the products we were selling in the pizzeria. So then more food. It was insane. I couldn't keep up. I, I was just making gravy in the back. You know. That's special. That's special. But it was, it was again, it was rep. The, the, the key to making a good product is to replicate the exact same product that you do either at home or whatever yeah, yeah. and jar it. And making it last. Yeah. Like making it be able to be in a jar. You can't. You can't and, and a lot of people, you know, they think you're using preservatives or this and that. We don't use anything. My whole thing was even, coming up even with the right Italians product. always like, you know, jar tomatoes. You don't have to. You don't have to use preservatives. No, it's, good it's just the you. right packing temperature, the yeah. right way to, to pasteurize it. You know, it, 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 the heat in itself pasteurizes the product. So I, what, what I did was I, ca I, I capitalized on that, saying mm -hmm. we don't have to put any ingredients, any preservatives in this thing. And, you know, after years of due diligence and working on it, and, and the, it worked out and we were able to so the same essence into the jar. So how did how did it get to that point where you you like started jarring it and like creating the Jersey Italian gravy brand? Like how did that unfold? So we, we eventually sold the pizzeria, uh, but we had an idea what we wanted to do. So you know we sold it. We took all our intellectual property with us and. Uh, you know, we, we had the idea what we wanted to do, but we, we wanted the name Jersey Italian Gravy. See, when, when you're launching a product, it's not just what's in the jar, it's what the jar represents. It's and we name, knew yeah. that, it, that the name for this product, again, being you know, raised in, in New Jersey, mm -hmm. had to be Jersey Italian Gravy. And, you know, it wasn't easy. You know, we had a, we had a fight with the patent office and it was a year long battle with them and, you know, to get the trademark approved. And then once we got the trademark approved, we knew we were ready to go retail with it. But it was very important to get that name because, you know, Carlucho's gravy, you know, it's, it's not yeah, what I wanted. Yeah. We wanted the Jersey. You had a household, household name, you know? Right. You know, it's like, you know, well, credit, credit to Sopranos for like, making gravy like such a like i feel like whenever i hear gravy i think of sopranos because like in that sauce and in, in that in that show like you'll never hear you heard sauce a couple of times always gravy 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 so yeah, I feel like jersey that, guys you know yeah exactly exactly i mean that's right i right away think gravy is you know jersey sopranos so it's, it's funny i i we had a, i had an event one time at yankee stadium uh sampling my product and there was a, a, a big line in front of us. And, you know, a lot of the, and my wife's from the Bronx, they're sauce people, you know, this, so we're doing this event and, and there was a lot of Bronx people there. And, and man, we got beat up with this sauce and gravy thing so bad. It wasn't even funny. So I, I started going to the line with little sample cups and I go, look, you can beat me up later. 
just try it first. And if I just get a nod from you that you like it, I'm all good. You call it whatever you want to do. And man, they all loved it. They nodded and they, they gave me the thumbs up and they said, man, we respect you, man. You stood up to it. The product is fantastic. And you know what? I'll buy it. I'll take the label off, but I'm definitely going to buy your product. So that, 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 that went a long way. That's exactly what we said. And, you know, even a lot of our followers like gravy was gravy. But uh, back, back to, let's see, I just want to, you know, cover this part. So after you get the patent and you start going retail with the, with the gravy, what was like the breakthrough here? Like how long was that going on for that? You're like, are you just doing like e-commerce on a site or like, how was that part of the business for you? So, you know, I wanted to make sure I had the, I had the real deal. You know, it wasn't just because I liked it and my family liked it and my friends liked it. I had to make sure that what we were going to sell was the real deal. I'm all about the real deal. I'm not going to go out and just capitalize on a name because it's, it's, it's a novelty. No, I really wanted to make sure it was the real deal. Mm -hmm. So I went to, I started making little tiny samples of the product. Okay. I went around to all the retailers around my neighborhood, little specialty Italian shops, this and that. And I left them a sample with my card on it. And I said, listen, I'm not here to sell you anything. So you be, you're being a salesman. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I had to sell the product, but I, I wanted the, the, the confirmation from other people, especially in the retail stores that had no food. Yeah, yeah, you got the real deal here. So yeah. I left this little tiny sample with a car, and I says, if you don't mind, I'd like to coin a couple of weeks. Just try it and let me know what you think. And then, uh, you know, and again, I'm not here to sell you anything. So slowly but surely, I started calling everybody up where I left the product, and they said, man, where have you been? I, my, my wife tried it. She's crazy. I got to bring this product in. When can I get it? And, like, it just started, you know, every call that I made to every place that I dropped it off, yeah. everybody was ordering product. So that's how I started the grassroots of it, going to in individual shops. And again, I, I to this day, that's how we do. We leave a jar, try it. You know, that's the best. I, that's the best way to do it, to be honest with you. And like you said, I don't know how long you like. Look for anybody listening that's into business. It's always funny how like this exchange goes. But after you leave some samples, how long would you wait to call them back? You know, like would you do it the next day or like? No, yeah, yeah, a couple of weeks at least. You know, you know, you, you want you want you don't want to jump, you know, too fast on, on the buyers and, and stuff like that. And you want to build a relationship with them. And and, and again, I, my my approach uh, is I, I don't pressure anybody. Just try it. And the same thing with your audience, your source audience. You know, hey, listen, just try it. It's no big deal. You you could yell at me. It's no no big deal. I don't have a problem with it. But just try it and just let me know. I mean, look. It's the same way, you know, it's cooked at home. Six hours, slow cooked, all the ingredients are fried for a long time. We don't put anything raw in it. Natural tomatoes, it, it, it's, uh, and that's the way we sold it, grassroots. And, and to this day, we do the same thing. If we want to get into a big box store, we send one sample. Yeah. Problem, just try it. Because, like, you know, a lot of people, when we did our promotions with you, you know, that, by the way, thank you, because you guys really helped us like achieve our goals like four or five months faster than we wanted to. So like we give you a big credit because you know, we did the wall in the office because of you guys, like I credited, when I spoke to you, Izzy, like I credit you guys all the time. And now like a lot of people are saying like that wall is so cool. You know, like the light up logo we have with the wall, 
you know, we're going to do a podcast there once this uh, pandemic is done. But, you know, uh, people were like, how did you guys do that? I'm like, honestly, like, Jersey Italian gravy, they, you know, you could say what you want, that gravy's not Italian, but they're the ones that believed in us. So, like, people that have anything bad to say, I'm like, at least they believe in us and, like, they support our mission. Like, how many people say they, like, support you and really don't do anything to do that, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's a, people, a lot of talk and a lot of talk and no action. And, and you know, Sabina, when we, when we stumbled across you guys on Instagram, you know, it, again, it wasn't a novelty. You guys are the real deal. You know, we yeah. want to be associated with the real deal. You yeah. know, that's what we portray and that's what we are. Yeah. So, you know, once we got to know you guys and know what you guys are, your audience, I mean, your audience are all real deal. And, 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 and again, we, we appreciate your followers following us. Uh, and, and we love it. I mean, there's a lot of synergy there. And, and again, we're here to support, you know, we had support when we started our, our brands and we love to support other people as well. So yeah, absolutely. And, and congratulations to you guys and for, no, for a great you. job, job well thank done. Thank you. But what, what I was going to say, the main point of reason why I brought that up was because a lot of people, what I noticed when we were doing, uh, when we were promoting you, we're we're still promoting, but that when we were doing those uh, particular like in your face, people um, were like, "This brand looks so familiar. Like I've seen it before. I've seen it on shelves." Like so many people messaged me. So later to find out that you guys are being sold in like Stu Leonard's and Home Goods. What are some other stores like? So we're at Whole Foods, Stu Leonard's. Uh, we're in uh, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Home Goods. That's major. Bed Bath and Beyond. Uh, you know, t- we're in so many places that we don't even know sometimes where we're at. You know, because distributors bring us to a lot of mom and pops, uh, specialty shops, and we love it, man. You know, when we get emails from people saying, "Hey, I found your product in my in my local store," and I'm saying, "Man, you know, it's it just." We're overwhelmed that people are able to 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 get you know a handle on our products, but you know we have people believing in us when we first started, you know, and and, and uh, it wasn't easy getting into these big stores. You know, Whole Foods believed in us. Once once you get, is it like once you get one, it's easier to get the others? Um, you know, because then, then you could say like, I'm in Whole Foods though, and then you know TJ Maxx would be like, well, okay, that means they got to be good, and then you know Bed Bath and Beyond say. Oh, they got to be good there. You know what I mean? Is it easier once you get one? You know what, man? The hustle is the hustle, man. It doesn't matter whether you're in, you know, in 16,000 stores or whatever it is, you know, you're always going to have, you got to remember, this is, this is a product that, uh, you know, there's just so many skews of, of sauces out there and to sell a sauce to somebody is, is the hardest thing in the world. And, you know, uh, I went to Fairway one time with one of those samples that I was telling you about. And, and when I dropped it off, the manager looks at me and he says, he says, why don't you come over here? I want to show you something. So he brings me over to the sauce side. He goes, I've got 75 skews of sauce here. Why would I want to bring yours in? And I says, well, just try it. And then, you know, we'll talk about it later. I mean, those are sauces. I'm a gravy, you know, right away, right there. I have a little, at least a little something different. And then again, he tried it. He knew that there was a difference. And then, uh, you know, it, it, and, and the story went on from there. But, you know, it's a hard hustle. No matter, you know, how big, uh, how big you get, it's a hard hustle. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a heck of a journey. I feel like you've accomplished so much 
you know, from starting working at a young age to going to the stock market to buying a pizza. And then somewhere along all this, you know, I heard you were a really famous DJ, freestyle <laughs> DJ. <laughs> I find that out later on in our friendship that you, uh, you used to rip up the clubs. What, what was this all happening in the midst of you selling sauce? Like, I'm, I'm just curious to know. Well, that, that's, so that was back, you know, when I was younger, I was, you know, I was one of the original Studio 54 DJs and uh, I, I DJed at the Palladium and, and you know, it, it, I, I had a really good career with it. Um, you know, I was DJing in high school and, and I was discovered by a Studio 54 DJ walking his dog outside and the next thing you know, he's inviting me to his club and, you know, and, and the, sto the story goes on from there. But you know, it, it, it's, it, that's part of being a salesman. I'm very fortunate that I had a lot of experiences in my life that have molded. You know, you know how to sell yourself, you know, like. Well, yeah, because I've tried so many things and I'm confident. I, I you know, I, I was always confident that I was a good DJ. And, and when I went to DJ at a club, I, I knew, you know, that, that I had a good uh, format to, to, for, the, for the audience. And when I make a sauce, I go, you know what, if I'm going to do this, I have to do it right. I can't, I can't cut corners here because it, it won't be me. So, you know, if you're listening, you got to look up Carlos Vega DJ mix. If you if you have any doubts on the sauce, just check out the mix. <laughs> and I think you'll see this guy's a straight shooter. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a good time. And then, and, and, you know, and, and once things get better, we're going to do that event we were talking about, you know? Oh, absolutely, man. We'll I do with the with uh, our DJs and you, and we'll do like a gravy event with a uh, little pasta, you know, all that stuff. Oh man, we'll do the battle of the DJs, man. We'll do yeah. it'll, it'll be it. uh, it'll be a, a lot of fun. Sounds good to me, Carlo. Thank you so much for your time. I know you got so much things to do, but listen, we'll we'll definitely have a part two to this in the studio once we're all done. Well, I'm excited about it. We'll love it. All right, brother. Thanks Thank you, you so Sabino. much. For Thanks time. to your audience. You Thank guys you. are awesome. Appreciate guys, you. Make sure to check out Jersey Italian Gravy. It's going don't forget, Italian don't forget food. promo code GUI. Grown oh, up right. Italian. Yep. Yeah, yep. you guys got a promo. Come to yep. our website, punch yeah, in little promo discount, code GUI. Right? Yeah, we gotta we gotta pump that. Don't up. knock it till you try it. That's it. The Thank real you so deal. much, Carlo. Have Ciao. a good day. Take care.